You're listening to Radio Mayapur with the best devotional, meditation, kirtan music, and inspirational podcast. This is Radio Mayapur. Hello everyone, Hare Krishna, this is Gangadas, your host, and today we are very, very fortunate. It's really hot in Mayapur, it's almost 38 degrees. That's not a problem, but humidity is 98%, which makes you sweat. I took five baths today, I don't know about you. But today we're very fortunate to have with us Sikhi Maiti Prabhu, who joined in 1974, disciple Srila Prabhupada, is a pioneer in doing book distribution in Chicago and in different places in the world, inspiring personality, very happy, and the symptom of Krishna consciousness to be happy. Srila Prabhupada say. So Sikhi Maiti Prabhu, your background is uh, electrical engineering, and uh, tell us a little bit about uh, when you joined in 1974 and about your experience being Temple President, a book distributor first, because you were a book distributor. Yeah, every, everybody was a book distributor yes, in those days. Yes, a, yes, yes. That was the service to police, Prabhupada. Yeah, sure. That's the perfection of life. Absolutely. Is to hear Prabhupada say, thank you very much. You're welcome. So everybody, everybody was working... At least I was working toward that goal. I, <clears throat> I wanted to do something that Prabhupada would personally write some letter or something. You know, we had a devotee, uh, Char Deshna in Atlanta. And uh, he was the first devotee to sell 200 big books in one day. Whoa, that's a lot of books. So that's nothing nowadays, right? Nah. People do that one person. <laughs> <laughs> Back then, that was extraordinary. That by one by one, not to one in one shot. No, 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 no. Yeah. And, you know, this is, people don't want them. You have to really... Anyway, Prabhupada wrote him a letter. That's how extraordinary it was. And thanking him. So everybody got, oh, wow. I got to get me one of those letters. <laughs> <laughs> Recognition. So the next year, I think... People did maybe 350, something like that, but no letter. <laughs> I think you had to do 1,000, then you would get one. 200 was okay. Uh, but you had to really go ex- extraordinary. So anyway, I, um, I joined, like I said, 1974, but I got my first contact with Christian consciousness in 1971. I was 16 years old. Wow. Living in a little small town. Uh, Gary, Indiana. I don't know what people know about that. I didn't know what it is. That's where the Jackson 5 came from. Oh, amazing. <laughs> we used to pay, before they were famous, we would pay 25 cents to see them perform in the schools. Wow, they nice. weren't famous yet. So, <laughs> Anyways. In which state is Indiana? That's in uh, Indiana, which is it's practically Chicago. They call it Chicago because okay. it's so close. The metropolitan Chicago area. I see. But... Um, my my brother and I, we grew up, I think like most people, I would dare say that you're always questioning, who am I? Yes. Why am I born like this? Why do I have to die? All these questions. And I remember we always wanted answers. But who has answers? You tried the church? Yeah. My mother was a Christian, so right. she would... Force us to go to church. Every Sunday? <laughs> Almost until we um. learn how to escape. <laughs> we would hide. Because I remember I would go and I ask, you know, uh, you know, why am I born like this? Nobody knows. Why nobody knows? 
Why is God hiding from us? Don't ask those questions. Anything you did had no answers. Something, oh, why should I, you know, what is the point in this? They don't know anything. Absolutely. So I would just, I just stopped going. I would, we, my mother would be looking for us. We're hiding under the bed. She can, come on, you got to go to church. Come on. <laughs> so we got old enough. She quit chasing after us. So, but that's a sign of intelligence from very childhood to ask those questions. Many, many devotees, many people are intelligent, I should say. They will all ask themselves at one point in their life this existential question, like, you know, doesn't make sense the star, the moon, the people, the things happening around you. Must be a controller, supreme, something. Yeah. But nobody can answer those questions. That's left you always interested in knowing yeah. more. Well, the thing that really disturbed me the most about the Christianity at that time, now, of course, we're devotees, we understand it properly. Sure. They would say, God is going to send you to hell forever if you don't accept Jesus. Ah. And I remember saying to him, you know, I didn't ask to be created in the first place. <laughs> so I didn't ask to be created, and oh. now he's going to send me to hell forever? Oh. Why did he just uncreate me? <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. I wouldn't do that to someone. I'm going to punish you forever because you don't do what I say. It just seems yeah. so unfair. I was like, no, yeah. oh, please, I don't, don't use that on me. So we even at that time, I don't know if you all know about that, uh, the call Nation of Islam, black Muslims came yes. out. So we, we went to one of their places to say, let's see if they have some answers. Scary. No, even <laughs> it's all worse. political. It's too political. Because back then, that's when America's going through this segregation and the yes. blacks and the whites are fighting oh my God. for equal rights and all these things. So they're preaching, you know, why are you following the white man's religion? They use that religion to make you a slave. What is wrong with you black people? Wow. Yeah, Islam is from Africa and you are black, so you should be Muslim. And my brother and I were sitting there, how do we get the heck out of here? <laughs> this is too crazy, man. <laughs> So anyway, that didn't work out. And I had no exposure to, you know, yoga, any of those things. Yeah, at the time there was not much. Well, I'm in a small a town too. Maybe if I was in Chicago, maybe, but where I live, no. it's just a little small town. You know, we go hunting, fishing, things like that. And, and yeah, I didn't even know about vegetarian. So, but I still remember the day I'm sitting on the roof of our house. My brother and I would sit there and look at the stars sometimes. I mean, you could just look and go, wow, where does it end? Why is, all, why is it all here? What is, why can't we know? I remember just asking, why can't we know? I want to know the answer. And at that time, he had graduated from high school, and he was going to a university in Chicago. So he would take this train up there to Chicago, maybe take 90 minutes or so. And he came across the Haryanam party. Oh. And that's probably 1971. So they didn't have a temple yet. They didn't have a temple yet in um, uh, Chicago. They were just starting with a little, with a, uh, an apartment. But they were going to Harinam. Nice. And I can only imagine, but he saw them and he bought a Back to Godhead magazine. Wow. Which is, you know, I mean, first time you see devotees, it's got to be a shock. Yeah. But People at least he was broad-minded enough that he brought home that Back to God magazine. And I remember he comes in my room, and he's excited. And he said to me, you won't believe it. Read this. 
I find the answer. <laughs> and I read that back to God. Everything, you know, this is God looks like. You're not the body. Your karma. Everything just so happened to be explained in that magazine. And I was like, wow, this is it. This is it. It makes sense. Yeah. It was perfect. Like I woke up. I'll never forget that you woke. And I said, listen, I see they have other books. You got to get more books. Go get some more books. And uh, he came back with Bhagavad Gita which he bought in the bookstore because they were still selling Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita in the bookstores in those days. Right. The Macmillan Gita. Right. And I, I did the best I could reading it. I mean, it was, you know, I couldn't burn Arjuna, all these things. I just skip over it. Yeah. Even even Hare Krishna. I didn't know you were supposed to chant Hare Krishna because I just, <laughs> oh, whatever. And whatever. just keep going. <laughs> Let's get the essence of this book. Yeah, and then, you know, the first chapter was like, this doesn't make any sense. You know, what is all this? Word, I just kept going. What's going on? Kept going. And when I was finished, I was, oh, man, this is it. And I told my brother, I said, you know, we have to do this. He's like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, he agreed with the philosophy, but he's like, I'm not going to do those things. Uh-uh. I said, come on, let's do it. <laughs> so I told my mother, I said, okay, I'm not eating meat anymore. Wow. And she was like, what? Are you crazy? I start preaching to her, you know, and then yeah, not the body, blah, 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 blah. I said, no, no, no. Jesus said we can no, eat No, if you don't eat meat, you're going to die. Oh. That was a philosophy. You have to have protein, right? Mm-hmm. So she took me to the doctor even. And the doctor is giving me a whole lecture, you know, the food groups and this and that. And I said, I don't care. I can die. I am not going to eat meat anymore. This is it. So she took me home. She says, Okay. I'm not cooking any more vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> so not eating meat didn't last very long. <coughs> but uh, and by the time I was yeah, 17, so that's almost the n- next year or so, year and a half or so, then I graduate from high school. And um, I was going to New York City to go to a music school. Mm. And uh, what instrument you were learning? I used to play viola and piano. Yeah, like no viola, yeah, yeah. like the big giant violin. Oh, giant violin. Yeah, which is, you know. And piano. Yeah, but viola was the main instrument because of an orchestra. So, but, you know, I wanted to be a, a rock musician, musician, but I didn't care about it. I wanted, you know, music composition, these kind of things. And, but, you know, you read the book, so everything has changed. It's changed, yeah. you know. Your, that thr- drive you had to, what you were planning to do is gone because you know, hey, you got, you got to do something about this. You're not this body. You got, you're going to die. You need to go back to Godhead. So we, I get to the airport, and that's the first time I see devotees. They used to sell books in their dhotis in those days. And I remember seeing the brahmachari, and I was like, oh, my God. It's the man in the book. <laughs> so I can remember. And I was in such awe. I just couldn't, I couldn't speak. I was just awestruck. And I'd see, I said, man, he's selling these books to the people. Wow. Amazing. And so he comes, comes up to me and he sells me a Christian book, the really big one. Yeah. And I think he must have been some new because he was very nervous. I just remember that. He was so nervous. And he'd hand me the book, this and that. I go, okay, okay. You know, how much? Five dollars. I gave him five dollars. And he walked off. He didn't preach to you. I would have bought every book he had. <laughs> <laughs> I might have gone to the temple even. Because I was, but I, I, didn't, I couldn't say anything to him because I was in such awe. I was like, 
Yeah. And uh, so then, you know, I had Krishna book, Bhagavad Gita, back to Godhead. And I go to New York and uh, staying with my aunt. And I, did, I didn't even finish that semester in music school. I did about three weeks. Because <laughs> I, re- I realized in the end, yeah, I can't compose music. I can't, you know, it's the one thing to play instruments, but there's no songs coming out of me. I'm like, what the, I'm going to be some poor musician. <laughs> so I was like, I forget this, you know. I, I dropped out of school early so that I could get the money back. If you drop out by a certain time, you get the money back. And uh, then she, so my aunt, you know, same thing I'm trying to tell. I'm going to be vegetarian, and they're giving me a hard time about it. So she, I, you know, I got a job for a while because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I want to be a devotee. So I was working in a bank. That's a bank teller, Chase Manhattan Bank, right by... Central Park, I remember that. And the temple, I looked at the address, and the temple is very far from where my aunt lived, maybe two hours by train. And I'm from a small town. I was scared of New York. That's <laughs> yeah, a big city. It was all, oh, man, that place was just, you know, people are very aggressive, and I'm, you know, shy. And you know, I was like, oh, I got to go to the temple. I got to see it at least one time. And I got the courage up to do it, you know. And it's long, changing, changing trains, changing trains, and finally get to Henry Street. And I see Radha Govinda for the first time in the Kirtan, and I'm just standing in the back and all. And, and some devotees took me aside, talked to me. I almost joined then. I remember that. Wow. I almost did. But I, I don't know why I didn't. I, you know, I wish I had. And, uh, and then I had to go back, which was scary because it's late at night. And you know, New York subway. I was scared to death. Oh my God, what am I crazy going into this place? And I get back, finally, I told my aunt, I said, I'm going back home because uh, I think I'm going to just move into Chicago. I'm going to move into Temple closer to Chicago, I thought. And she said, Are you going to quit that job? Are you crazy? It was a really good job. I was doing really good. I really liked me. Yeah, you can make so much money. You go to the banking system. I said, I just want to be a Hare Krishna. That's what I want. Are you crazy? <laughs> you join some cult. And it was just, you know. Cult. So I get back to Guaraniana. My, my uncle was a principal of the high school there. My mother was a teacher. And, uh, you know, we were close because we would go hunting and fishing all the time. And I had stopped hunting, I remember. And he, he was just so distraught. Why? And I was trying to preach. I said, you shouldn't kill animals. You shouldn't. Well, why? I mean, you can just come with us at least. You don't even have to hunt, you know. I was like, no, I don't want to do it anymore. And I said, listen, read this book. And then, well, you can ask some questions afterwards because I can't explain it well enough. And he read the Bhagavad Gita. And he, later on, he told me, he goes, everything it says in that book is true, but I'm not going to do it. Uh. <laughs> I can accept that. But don't tell me it's not true. You know? I can, that was honest. And he, was, he had to recognize that this, is, this makes perfect sense. Absolutely. And then he tried to convince the rest of them to leave me alone, actually, matter of fact, because he was the older brother of them. So my mother's like, okay, you can be a hard Christian, but you're going to have to finish school. I don't care. You're getting a university degree, and that's it. I don't care. So she made me apply for something. to you know, no stupid music. Get something you can make some money on. So I said, okay, let me do industrial engineering because math was pretty good for me. And I thought, ah, oh, they're not going to accept me. And I got accepted in Purdue University. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man. But it's a good thing I applied late because uh, the dormitories were full. 
I said, well, I got accepted, but there's no place to stay. So I'm getting you an apartment <laughs> in a small college town. And I was like, so disappointed. Oh, God, okay, fine, whatever. And I go down there, and I'm in the apartment. I'm going to school for a little bit. But, you know, this is university freshman. I've got an apartment every night. Somebody's knocking on my door. <laughs> party! 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 And I didn't say no to anything. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. It was like Krishna just like flushed out. Okay, you want some sense gratification? Yeah, here it is. Unlimited. Anything, everything you can imagine. Yeah. Willing. These people, you know, people have been living in their homes and now they're freshmen away from the house. They go crazy. And I was, at one point, I was so burnt out. I just couldn't take it anymore. I didn't want to answer the door anymore. I don't want anybody coming over here. And I just want to be a devotee. I had this girlfriend. I was trying to convince her, come on, you come with me. I said, I'm not going there. No, I'm not going to do it. I said, I'm going. So if you don't go, you're never going to see me again. This is going to be it. She's like, I'm not going. I don't care. So I called the temple on the phone. Chicago, I looked Chicago, and I said, I want to be a devotee. What do you have to do? And the devotee said, come to the temple. I said, okay. And he hangs the phone up. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't ask you contact, nothing. Nobody preached in those days. But to me, I, that answer, what I was looking for, it meant moving to the temple. That's what I got out of it. Moving to the temple. Come I go, that's it. I'm moving in the temple. So it was Thanksgiving break. My brother came down. I said, hey, you take me to this address. I'm moving in the temple. He goes, I'm not going to do that. You know, Ma said you had to finish school. You had to, but I had all these instruments, bass, guitar, all these things, because, you know, I was trying to be a musician. I said, you take me to this address, and you can have all my equipment. Wow. He goes, okay. okay. <laughs> he said, okay. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> he wasn't living at home anymore. So, yeah. You know, so he drove me like 200 miles to the Chicago Temple in Evanston and drops me off at the front door of the temple. And I got my bags and I knock on the door, and they bring me in. And I said, I call on the phone and said, I want to be the devotee. And they said, come. So here I am. <laughs> and so they take me to the temple president, Sri Govinda. And he starts asking me questions. And, Why you want to join? What's your problem? Okay. And he says, <laughs> you don't really know anything, you know. <laughs> you need to visit you for a while. Sure, you want to join? <laughs> I said, why didn't they tell me that on the telephone? I'm 200 miles away where I'm supposed to be. And now you tell me I need to visit. Because <laughs> I really didn't. The way I read the books, I just skip over things. I couldn't, yeah. you know, whatever I could comprehend. But from reading the books, I knew enough that you had to move in the temple if you want to be a devotee. So he said, okay, you can stay, but, you know, you can't shave your head. So he had uh, Ratni, he's Rama Kelly, my good friend. He's, Come get this boy. So he... You know, everybody's heavy in those days, you know. <laughs> you, come with me. <laughs> Jesus Christ, who is this guy, you know? He marches me straight to the kitchen. Didn't know, the not, 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 didn't show me here's where you sleep, nothing. No, straight to the kitchen. <laughs> You're going to wash those pots. And I was, what? I've never seen pots that big before. <laughs> I go, how the heck do you wash the thing, you know, because the sink is like, you know, yeah, in those days they didn't have proper sinks. You just wash it. You understand? I don't hear nothing from you. You wash those pots, and that's it. Oh, God. <laughs> and when I was at home, I never had to wash dishes. My mother, she liked me somehow or another. She always said, you kids, others, the other brothers and sisters wash, but he can do something else. That's not fair. That's okay. She'd always cut me a break, you know. 
And now I'm watching Nepal. Oh, man. I'm like, okay, I want to be a devotee. So I got to do it. And finally, you know, put you down. Here's where you sleep. I go, what the freaking, where's the bed? There's no bed. On the floor <laughs> with a mat. Not even, a, you know, sleeping bag, no pillow. Nothing. And we're, you know, this is an old YMCA, so we're sleeping around the swimming pool on the ceramic hard floor. <laughs> Tough. Evanston, yeah. Did you sleep in the pool? No, we slept around it because they had the Rathiatra cart in the pool. <laughs> I slept in the pool. You did? Oh, man. I was like, all of a sudden, yeah, 3 o'clock in the morning, get up, get up, get up. What What's the? going on? What's yeah, going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, okay, I just got in line with people, you know, and I hear, people, I hear people screaming up front, you know, what the heck's going on up there, you know? <laughs> and because uh, they were, you know, in those days, artificial renunciation. Yeah. Hot water was mild. Oh, yeah, that's. So they sawed off the hot water knobs. <laughs> yeah, only cold. And this is, this is, you know, November, Chicago. It's cold. cold. And I see devotees, you know, come on, go, 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 come on. Go. It's like, your turn. I, oh. I jump in. I, oh, oh. And then, you know, they had, nobody had their own dhotis. They had a whole system that you just take one off the line. You know, and it wasn't cotton because, you know, nobody went to India. So it was these nylon thing, yeah. polyester. Mix. Yeah, not even a mix. I mean, it was Pure, right? Pure polyester. And he showed me how to put the Brahmin underwear. I said, what the freak? I bought all this underwear. We don't use that. And they threw it in the garbage. <laughs> threw all my stuff in it. We don't use this. We don't use that. We don't use any of this stuff. <laughs> what an experience. And you know, put the Brahmin on there, put it in, go down to the temple room, you know, and it's the, you know, the Kirtan, Mangalarti. So yes. that was so nice. Can repay Man, off all this doing, crazy stuff. I'm gonna keep doing it. This is so nice, you know. And they show me Japa, and I'm sitting down to chant Japa, and and here comes Rama Kelly. You coming with me to the kitchen? <laughs> Wash the pot again. <laughs> I said, no, 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 no. I have to chant the Japa. You don't worry about that Japa. You're going to that kitchen. I'm like, oh god. Wash those pots <laughs> again. <laughs> ch -ch -ch -ch. <laughs> and then Prasadam. Wow. I didn't like Prasadam. You don't like it? Like what? Who was the cook, man? No, I was a I was a demon. You know, I mean, my mother, she cooked very simple salt and pepper, <clears throat> maybe pepper, you know, some boiled vegetables, maybe fried things, fried chicken, fried like that. So I went and used, you know, turmeric, all these spices. I was like, oh my God, what, what the is heck this? is this? I'm like, how you people eat this stuff? I would just eat the rice. But what's too spicy? No, I don't know. I wasn't accustomed to all those flavors. Those you know? flavors. But, you know, b before you eat, because the system then was, the new people, they serve prasadam. Oh. It wasn't like, you know, now they, do you want some more burfi? The other way. You want some, some more? Some no, heck no. You, serve everybody serve. first. Yeah, because, you know, it's a pecking order. Brahmins first initiated then the bhaktas in the line they join. If there is any left over, and you, you went down it. that line serving, you know, like that, you know. <laughs> maha too. Tough time. Y your maha was juice <laughs> if you were the server. <laughs> but I didn't care any because when I next time I ate, I was like, I don't like anything anyway. I don't care. I'll just serve, you know. You were in bliss. Eventually I started, you know, liking halva and, and then I'm washing. All I did was wash pots all day and I was a little mint. And I'm like, what are they doing? Oh, they're going on book distribution. 
I said, can I do that? No, you haven't been here long enough. <laughs> I said, Jesus Christ. I said, so after how many months? After how many months you went? No, no, because somebody joined. Another guy joined. Oh. I got bumped out. No, no. Whoever joined, they did the they parts. Did the That's parts. how they did it. System. Yeah. Then I got to go to book distribution. So the first day I go out, you know, the back to guy magazines downtown. And, Hi, this is Krishna. Get that freak out of here. You freaking spit it on. Yeah, you just said that. Why do you have a stupid cult? Cult. Man, these people, why don't they want to listen? Look, this is such a beautiful magazine. You know, to me, I used to, remember when I was in university, I put that Krishna book up. Yeah. So people could see. I said, isn't that beautiful? Yeah, 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 whatever. You know, pass me the marijuana. <laughs> Leave me alone. And I tried to talk to them. They didn't want to hear it. They didn't want to hear it. It was so shocking to me. People don't want to hear it. So the devotee told me, say, hey, don't tell them we're, we're uh, about Krishna. They ain't going to listen. Just tell them we're feeding kids. <laughs> I said, we're not feeding kids. Hey, it doesn't matter. You got to sell the book. So just tell them. I'm like, oh, man, that was so hard, you know. So it was so so I, didn't, I couldn't sell very many, but I was thinking, I better figure out how to sell some books. They're going to put me back in the kitchen. So we were doing intersections. Mm. So then I came up with another method for my own. I just, I just realized, okay, you just got to get heavy on people. You can't ask them anything. So the traffic lights, you get like 60 seconds or so. To, Car stops. Right, stop. Red light, boom, boom. 60 seconds. We, I could do two, three magazines in that 60 seconds. But the way I do it, I would just, you know, the first car, you know, if they didn't roll that window down, I'd beat the heck out of that window. Pop, 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 annoying. And the guy, he rolled, you know, crank window. He wants, you could see, he's going to scream at me, what the? And before he could say something, I'd throw that magazine in the back seat, just like, right through the window. Give a donation, hurry up, come on, hurry up, did you see the lights about to turn green? Why are you taking so long? You're wasting my time. Come on. I just got over talking. He's, he's like, what? What? He didn't know it because he can't, the cars are big. He can't get it, right? What? What's it all about? I said, you can read about it later. It's in a magazine. <laughs> so he gave me a donation. And then the other cars, they're all waiting for Pumping. you. Pumping. Well, they're waiting. Well, well, well. No, when oh, you do that, way. no, they're, then they're all qual- If you don't get the first car to give, nobody gives. Yeah. So you, that's, you have to get the first one or fake it. Like you don't let people see what's happening. You make it pretend like he gave something and right. then they're waiting for you. So they say they're gonna give me a magazine. Yeah, people well. like they're like yeah, I hate to say it, like, like sheep. They just follow the other yeah. guy. So, so we could do like you know two hundred magazines a day like that. Wow. So then they're like, oh yeah, he's pretty good. Where's... They didn't go on on book distribution. Then they sent me to the airport once, and I was too shy for the airport. I was very aggressive. Those businessmen, like, oh man, they're brutal. They hit you with the briefcase on your knees, and they, you know. Workers on it screaming at, yeah, call freaking cult member, that, la, la. And I was like, oh, so I hurt my feelings, you know. <laughs> I go, let me do the intersections. I can do that better than the airport. I'm too shy. I'm like, you know, excuse me, sir. Get the heck away, Fender. I miss you know. <laughs> and they didn't, put, they didn't put me in the good part of the airport because they, they had like three terminals. So the, naturally, the devotees who could really sell books, they would get the, the best spots. And they would stick me over in Some. TWA by myself, which was dangerous because sometimes people come over and beat you up. So you always had to keep an eye out for somebody coming to attack you, you know. So every now and then I do the airport, and but mostly I was in intersections. And then I was because I worked in the bank, they made me the treasurer, also. So I would get two days off instead of the one because I take one day, and I would count all that money. So we had, a, we had a pretty good system of a bag and a safe and 
how many books did you sell, put down the amount that they counted, and put in each bag. Because you were working in the bank, so you know. The yeah, system. I could. There's no, they didn't have those money machines, you know, yeah. where you could just, so I could, Man. my fingers. William Sogo became president. He saw me counting money, go, he's a treasurer. <laughs> so it doesn't take so long. You don't need two people now because I can do it by yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. Another devotee was the, the bookkeeper. So that's how we had a system of a, a check. So the receipts from the devotees would match, should match my deposit. They did have a machine for counting coins, so that helped. Yeah, the one. No, it was, a, it was, we had a, it was an electric machine. Electric. You just pour it in there, and it, you had to do it two or three times. I mean, bags of coins, because we had a lot of people, people on the street. Coins. On the street. But so, then but, you become also a temple president in the future, after a few years. Well, after where that, Where you I, were president in San Diego, Atlanta, New Vrindavan, which place? Yeah, New Vrindavan, Philadelphia. But after Chicago, I went to West Africa. Oh, really? In 1980. And I was with, you know, Bakhti Tirta in Ghana, Togo, Benin, Nigeria in the beginning, pretty much. They just had a house in Ghana. Brahmananda was still sannyasi in, in Lagos. He had deities installed. So I was there almost, between there and East Africa, about three years wow. preaching. And that was, that was, that was enlivening preaching. But Titirta was a special personality. Yeah, but in those days we really, I mean, it was, you know, the movement was still coming off that serious mood. So it wasn't like a lot of fun and games, you know, hanging out. Hey, let's go have some fun. Was, I mean, you, you were, you know, getting things done. Yes. People asked me, can you tell me some pastimes about the theater? As every pastime is all working. <laughs> it wasn't like we were laughing and joking. Yeah. So. And, then, and to get the job done. Yeah. And then in 83, that's when I went back to school. Because in the movement, it was a little, you know, it was like, they were still trying to figure it out. It was, you know, Prabhupada love. They're trying to figure out the grooves. Everything was like, you know. I understand why, because you know, when Prabhupada was there, it was, it was easy because everyone was going to follow him. With the exception, I would say, maybe the devotees who joined in the 60s, they didn't like the new ISKCON that we were just saying. We were really aggressive with bugs, putting on karmic clothes. They wanted more like a family atmosphere, in my opinion. Sure. And we weren't doing that anymore. Now it was like an army. So I joined one as an army. You just go, yes, sir, no, sir. That was it. It wasn't no, you know, hanging out and having fun and, and all the ladies and men mixing at all. So 83, it was like, you know, that's when I was like, man, that's enough of this. I went back to school and, and I, you know, worked. And, and then by about 94, I finally, I get Krishna's arrangement, I moved to Atlanta and I got back into it. Nice. By the mercy of, actually, of Japataka Maharaj. No. who I didn't know, and yet he somehow or another came to me, which is shocking. You know, who am I? I'm a nobody. Not like I'm a big donor or something. <laughs> but he would come to Atlanta, and he would go find devotees. Nice. Go, who's, who's not coming to the temple? I'm going oh, to their yeah. house. <laughs> I'm like, I get a call one day from, you remember Mahaguda, right? Yes. Jabba Takamara is coming to your house. I, why? I didn't invite him. <laughs> I feel embarrassed because I wasn't you. really, you know, up to. I like it. That, you just better be ready. He's coming. That's it. I don't care what you say. We're going to be there this time. Like, oh, God. I said, my wife's not here. We don't care. You had your footpath ready. You have this and that and that. Nice. And he came in and he was so sweet. He didn't preach. He's just like, oh, I just want to see why you come take prasadam sometime and this and that. It was a, and then he would just always call me and engage me. And then he really got me back into it again. And, but you were also president in Atlanta for some time? That was after. Then what, after I worked, I took an early retirement. That's a long story. But I, by Krishna's yeah. grace, I could. I 2008, I stopped working. And I was 52. 
So I didn't have my retirement money yet, but they gave me this big lump sum of money, and I used that to get an apartment in Mayapur nice. for the future. And uh, so, you know, Moom is still going through a lot of things, and Nuvendavan, of course, we know, had they were struggling with all those uh, debts they had from the lawsuits and everything. And, you know, the Nicho debtors credit, I mean, he was holding it together. He was doing the best he could. I mean, they had like $600,000 a year they had to pay back. Every year, I don't know, and he was really, you know, doing the best he could and trying to take care of his family and all these things. And so they thought, well, we, you know, we need to try something different because, you know. And uh, I was talking to Malaki some others. I thought, oh, what the heck, I've never been, let me see it. I mean, try. I can't make it any worse. <laughs> <laughs> and I get to meet some Novotis, all these things. So, so how, long, how long you were at Temple Pest? There are two years, and it was, you know, it was a struggle because— I know Nietzsche did a really want, in my opinion, he wanted to complete it. You know what I mean? It's like they bring me there and now all of a sudden, you know, I yeah, get the glory. I can, I can sympathize with him a bit, you know, on that. But I wanted to do it like this. He wanted to do it like that. And it was a constant conflict. So I go, I said, fine, do what Nietzsche did as well. He's from New Vrindavan. I'm not from New Vrindavan. So why should I come in here and enforce things on them? So that, they had three GBCs at that time. <laughs> Three. <laughs> they were trying. They're trying everything to get in, and the big controversy at that time was getting the gas lease. Which um, I forgot that devotee's name. He was very instrumental in arranging that money, and that was controversial because devotees were like, you know, how can you rape the earth, taking the gas out, and all these? And he said, well, you know, we got to pay these bills, and and if we didn't agree to a lease, they were going to just go under the property and get it anyway. Yes. So you might as well get paid. And pay off the debts. Now you can, you know, make go on with New Renovin. So uh, I think I helped with that a little bit. I took sides with everybody wanted. I do all the fighting. And so you learn a lot of things also. Yeah, and then I left and then I went back to Atlanta. And then Ravinder Swoop was, you know, a lot of things were going on with him. And then he decided, okay, fine, I'm quitting. And nobody wanted to go there. So I talked with Anutama and I go, I've been to Philadelphia before. And I, I liked the preaching atmosphere in that city. And I saw the potential there. They had a devotee, had a nice restaurant, which was famous. He called it, I think, Govinda's Fast Foods. He created what was called the um, Philly veggie, veggie Steak. What do they call that sandwich? Anyway, in Philadelphia, yeah, yeah, they got this famous with these big giant. Yeah, giant sandwich. But he made it vegetarian. Wow. And it became, everybody in Philly knew him. Wow. Everybody. So in his place, so I saw that. I thought, okay, let me go there, try it out. And yeah, I stayed a couple of years and, you know, I'm pushing the agenda. And, you know, I didn't, I'm not good at politics, so that didn't last either. <laughs> Which is fine. I felt the same way. Okay, they're from here. I'm not from here. But I get, get the place, you know, there was nobody there. So practically speaking, you know, I was doing all the artigs at one point. Because the render of soup left, his disciples were pissed off. They're like... You do the time I grew, I'm leaving too. And I'm begging him. I said, at least give me a couple of weeks. I mean, come on. No, I don't care. They didn't. And so it was me and another devotee, and we would dress all those deities, Jagannath, big Jagannath, Witcher. And these were Jagannath that devotees made, so they didn't have arms. I thought, oh, Jagannath, easy. <laughs> but they don't have shoulders. Yeah. So you did all the jewelry, you have to, it's cut. You can't just hang it on them because it falls off. It was diff trying to, oh, so it takes longer to dress than the Radha Krishna. <laughs> so two of us would dress all those deities. And that one devotee would, 
he would cook Raj Bog while he's dressing the TVs because <laughs> there's nobody there. And, I, and I'm doing all the articles, and I'm temple president. And I remember I'm friend of the DDs one day, and I'm, you know, you have to manage your water drinking because you don't be running to the bathroom. You got to go on the altar. So I'm killing my health because I'm not drinking enough water. Right? And I'm praying to the DDs. I said, you know, you're going to kill me. You got to send some help. I, I came here to preach, you know. I don't mind doing DD worship, but please send someone to help with the deity worship so that we can go out and make some devotees, distribute Prabhupada's books, and, you know, do old-fashioned Hare Krishna temple. Yeah. So, I mean, I said, I'm going to keep doing this, and if I fall dead on the altar, I guess that's a blessing too. Right? <laughs> and gradually, people start coming, 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 coming. I didn't have to do the deity. I got, you know, things established. And then finally, the senior devotees are like, we can take it from here. We don't need you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but let me ask a question. Which place uh, you feel like you make the most spiritual progress? Well, spiritual progress is, is not... I mean, you felt like a connection. You felt like uh, you're serving the deity all the time, all the places. You are old. At all the places. Because, you know, the mood should be... Like I mentioned in the beginning, I just want Prabhupada to say, thank you, Sikhi Mahiri. Yes. That's the mood. Please. Whatever I have to do, and I always look at it, is this what Prabhupada would want me to do? Would he be happy with what I'm doing? And that's right. Is he going to, you know, will he look at me with tears in his eyes? And I wanted to do such service. I mean, it had to be something extraordinary, but something where Prabhupada like, just felt like, yeah. thank you very much, Sikhi Mahiri. So, you know, I'm always striving for that. Like that. So good. before I went to New Vrindavan, actually, because I, when I retired, I was thinking, you know, what am I going to do? I was, you know, Atlanta was, you know, the same temple president, no temple president, and the person that was there, he wanted to do it. I go, oh, let him do it then. You know, I can go do something else. And but I didn't, you know, I really know what, what can I, didn't, this is the first time I never had something in my heart that would say, you should do this for, for Prabhupada. Hmm. And I couldn't get that feeling. It was, I never had that before. I felt lost. I'm like, come on, Krishna, give me some something, something here. I don't know what I'm supposed to do, you know. And then that's when you know Nuvendavan came up, and I was still I wasn't really enthusiastic about it because you know Nuvendavan. <laughs> I go, you know, this, you know, their devotees have a little, you know, they're opinionated down there, right? <laughs> up there. <laughs> so, but I thought, okay, whatever. I don't know what I'm going to do anyway. Matter of fact, I tell you a dream I had. I thought this was interesting. Yes. I'm driving on the way up to New Vrindavan in my mm -hmm. van. And I'm still, you know, what should I do? I don't know what I should do. I'm going up here. And uh, I was really tired. So I pull over in the rest stop to go to sleep. And, you know, I have a big van, too. All these seen a van, you know, laid out the seat. I'm really comfortable, right? And I lay down. And, uh, and I go to sleep. And in my dream, I'm driving the van, pulling into the rest stop, and going to sleep again. <laughs> It's like I'm dreaming in my dream. Yeah, amazing. I Top never forget. I was so tired. And then, you know, in my dream, these, these little girls are running on my top of the roof of my car. I'm trying to sleep here. Why are you running on my van? Please, what are you doing? And, they, you know, they jump down and they look at me and they say, well, what were you dreaming? <laughs> <laughs> and so I start telling them my dream. I said, well, you know, I, I was dreaming of Radhavindavan Chandra and Prabhupada. <laughs> uh. And we were talking about what should Sikhi Mihiri do? Because he doesn't know what to do. 
you know, and all three of us going back and forth, all, I don't know, little details, this and that, on and on. And I'm saying some things, kind of negative, you know, because, you know, New Vietnam had a little reputation. Like, you know, I really don't want to go there because, you know, so many controversial things happen. <laughs> and the Didi's, I think they're getting a little upset with me talking like that, you know? Yeah. And, and Prabhupada is there, and he's just like, I don't know. And I, I don't know. And then they asked me, Radhavan Dhawan Chandra says to me in a dream, well, what do you want to do? I said, I just want to go back to Godhead, really. That's all. It's fine. You come to New Vrindavan and we'll kill you. <laughs> oh, I go, what? And I woke up. Oh You're going to kill me. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I guess I like, That's weird. So, anyways, yeah, that and then from Philly, Atlanta, and you know, helping out there because we have Veda Sar as a president in there. Now he's been there almost 15 years, 17 years almost. So we, did, we had to do a co-president thing that seemed to work better, which means he does all the work and I can sit in Mayapur. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then I've been involved in preaching in China, which I really feel enthusiastic about. Which That's, place in China? Uh, you know, different regions and places, you know, you know, be specific. So, you know, aha, I got some foreigner coming over there. It's right? good. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's, I could see the need there because one thing I realize is, like in America, you have you know, six, seven hundred proper disciples, right? Which really people kind of, you know, they just take it for granted, really. But, you know, coming to Mayapur and you meet people who never... Made Prabhupada disciples kind of little to me it was unsettling because I wasn't accustomed. Oh, you're you're Prabhupada's disciple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. That's nothing you know, me. Okay, whatever. Oh, well, you can, like I, I don't have any special powers. You know, I'm struggling like you too. So you know, don't expect miracles from me. You know. <laughs> so these devotees I was getting involved with, and I could see how, you know, that next generation is preaching them, but they're missing that mood that like I had. So I realized. I need to make one person in China have that mood that I want Prabhupada to say, thank you very much. Nice. And you do anything and everything for that. So I kind of caught one devotee who, was, who picked that up and I, can, and I can push that devotee like that. You know, because that devotee could easily just, you know, live anywhere they want. But, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're doing their big risky preaching. Of course. But that motivation is I got to make Prabhupada happy. That's what we're here for. We're not here just to chant Hare Krishna and be happy. I mean, you know, yeah. it's really more deep than that. If you really want to get to the really nectar of it, you have to be like Prabhupada. You know, I want to, he said, I'm just trying to, to please my guru, Maharaj. You kindly help me. He used to say that often. So that always stuck in my heart like that. So that's what Christian consciousness means to me is, you know, make Prabhupada happy. How are you gonna, I can't make a Krishna happy. I'm not, I don't know. Absolutely. But Prabhupada, I, I know. So I'm and, sure and that should go you... on for the next 10,000 years. That's what it has to be. So many gurus going to come and go, but Prabhupada is always going to be there. That's right. And we have to keep passing that on. through the Make sure everybody, next generation, pass it to the next generation. Don't lose that. Otherwise, it'll fizzle out. I'm sure you're a great inspiration for many devotees. And... Uh, Let me ask you, okay, now you are in Mayapur and you're full-time in Mayapur, right? Or most yeah, of the time? Most leaving, of the I'm time. in a few days back to Atlanta. So okay. I'm, I've been here because I had brought my mother here okay. to help her sister while she was leaving her body. And I was supposed to go back, but I did a few other things. I did, you know, Bhakti Shastri, some other things. Right. So now I ran out of excuses. <laughs> 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 you're going to come back to Atlanta? No! You're gonna... <laughs> 
Hast du endlich Bug Divide Barber? So. But what's your plan, let's say, while you are in Mayapur and uh, what's your goal? Uh, well, uh, what kind of service or how you feel like we can uh, help the community here in Mayapur? Because it's big, you know, we yeah. get almost 10,000 devotees from all right. over the world. There is so much going on. So, yeah, you remember, f- this, is, this is still pioneering work. Of course. So no one should be bewildered that, you know, things maybe not be so smooth. Of course. But, you know, this Absolutely. is only the second generation from Prabhupada, the third generation. We're still starting. young. We're still young. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to keep trying. We're going to be, you know, perfection doesn't mean everything is perfect. No. That's what people have to remember. Material world is perfectly imperfect. Right. <laughs> so if you understand that, then, you know, even despite that, still look at Christian consciousness expanding. It's beautiful. Despite us. Yes. That shows the, the, what, what is the essence. I think Krishna purposely keeps it like that. Because for you to stay, you have to be Krishna conscious. Otherwise, you can't stay. If you're not doing this for Krishna Prabhupada, why should I, I stay here? I can go home, chant Hare Krishna, live comfortably. But that's boring. Yeah. So, you know, you need to have a purpose. That's whatever. If you have a purpose, then you can tolerate so many things. Sure. But if idle mind is a devil's workshop. So if you just come just to chant Hare Krishna and try to be a Bhajan yeah. Anandi, you're going to have it's going to be different. Unless you're that advanced. No, you're so even here, I think people while they're here, you know, they should think like that, especially like the foreigners, you know, the white elephants. That's inspiring to these local people. Absolutely. You know, they come in, they see the tall, beautiful white person chanting. You know, I want to be like that. And yeah. they're chanting Hare Krishna. <laughs> Why are they, you know, yeah. doing all the Bollywood things instead? Why they give up all their life and Thank material. you. That makes them really so rethink. Right. So you know, you can be the example for others. Why you're here even like that. So, anyways, yeah, for me, I, after taking care of my mother, it was a priority. Then I did Bhakti Shastri, which I wanted to do. Got to see, try to see, learn about these holy places. Because, you know, in America, your preaching is, you're not the body. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're <laughs> There's a God. No, there's not. Yes, there is. No. <laughs> India is different preaching. Yeah. So. You got to really quote some verses, you know. Why is Krishna God? Why not Narayan? Why not you go, Jesus Christ, never thought, let me find a verse, you know. <laughs> so. There's so much variety of philosophy and people right. and different mentality. So it's an adjustment for, you know, and then, you know, really go to the holy places and experience them. Absolutely. Which is nice. So I, I did quite a bit of that, but, you know, you can, it seemed like there's unlimited of that. You know, you've been here a long time, and you still probably yes. feel like there's more places to go. Right? Sure, there is or go always. go a third time, fourth time. There is, I've been so many times, but still there is, every time you go is a new experience because uh, the pastimes of the Lord are so sweet. Yeah. And Sri Chaitanya Manovistan, this, if you keep this in mind, that Lord Chaitanya has a desire to give this love of God to everybody, and we're just instrumental. Yeah, to me, I go into Samadhi sometimes, and you just see the people, especially the ones who come for the first time, and they're just like, oh, I said, wow, that's powerful. Or they come into the Radha Madhava's temple room. Some people cry. Yeah, the perfect kirtan. You see people who probably would never dance. They just start dancing. Yeah. And they can't stop. It's so powerful. I can just sit there and just listen to kirtan and watch people all day. day. You know, perfect kirtan, perfect. Everything to me is, you know. It's all perfect. Isn't it? It's wonderful. Mayapur is a special place in the universe. In fact, we want to invite everybody, all the listeners, to come and visit us and spend some time in Mayapur because it's very special. 
Yeah, to me, if you want to see, especially like, you know, America, those places, you step out the temple, it's all Maya surrounding you. But you yeah, come here. Wherever you Christian, go, it's, it's Christian's facade. Right, now you get to see, well, this is what the whole world can look like. The Ganges. All the shops, bead bags, conchals, this, that, DDs. It's all around Krishna. Everything, Krishna. yeah. It's, it's just, beautiful. wow, this is spirit. This is what we're going to make the whole world like this. It's what we're striving for. <laughs> so how long you will be gone now, for example, when you will come back? Uh, I, I would like to come in November. I don't know. I'm going to have knee surgery. Okay. And I don't know how long that takes, and then I have to... You know, we got to cooperate. I got my GBC and everybody there. My wife is there. It can't just be, I don't care anybody says, I'm going to do what I want. You don't tell me no, what no, to do. No, 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 of course. You have to so, be responsible. Yeah, let's see what, you know. Everybody. I would like it. to come back and do Bhakti Vai Baba. Uh, when I did Bhakti Shastri, it was, I was surprised by it. I didn't expect it to, to be like that. Because I, I said, you know, I read the book three, four, five times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, you go into details. They show it to you in a, in a different way. I go, wow, that's pretty, that's pretty <laughs> good. So Bhakti Vai Bhava is Bhagavatam. Now I'll see Bhagavatam like that. So I'm really, I want to do that. I like to keep, you know, do them all if I can. It's nice. That's so, nice. But at least next one, Bhakti Vai Bhava, that would be nice. I, all proper disciples, I tell them, I don't need Bhakti Shah. I know you, but I'm telling you, you're going to really enjoy it. Yes. You're going to enjoy it. We did, a, they had a five-week accelerated class. First time they did that. I don't think they'd do it again. That was too much. <laughs> they did four months and five weeks. <laughs> So we had four hours in the morning, take a break. Another four hours in the afternoon, all that work. Then I come back on intense. Saturday, Sunday. Intense. It was intense, but it was, but it was sweet. It was intense, but it was sweet. Sikhi Mahibaru, let me ask you a question. Out of all the different devotional things, there are nine processes uh, um, between this and that, what you like the most? That's what I'm interested to know from you. I mean, there's kirtan, there's didi worship, there is so many service and so many things we can do for the Lord, but what you really enjoy in doing Uh, I, I like I like uh, kirtan for sure. That's, you know, especially you know, dancing. But my, I can't dance anymore. <laughs> yeah, probably with the knee. Yeah, I remember We back in the old. <laughs> oh man, seventy four. Man, you know you, yeah. What was it? Eighteen, nineteen years old. Yeah, jumping, jumping. Man, and, and they were telling you can't dance like that. Yeah, you know, the Swami step right. <laughs> so three or four, we go in the back. Because they're looking at the deities. Yeah. And we go, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Do all the great hot foot. I cracked my leg in the temple at that time. And it, it was called a hairline fracture. I, I know it had to come from Kirtan because we would stomp so hard. We would, that guy, you know, the instruments, they didn't play. Nobody knew how to really play. You know, it's kind of, Hari Krishna, Hari Krishna, 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 Hari Hari. But it was like a static. I've seen people break cartels sometimes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I like to maybe I'll Get see after the knee surgery I can I can dance again. It'd be nice. Sure. Maybe not that bad, but you know. So nice. actually you want to hear Prabhupada uh, pastime about dancing? Sure. So <clears throat> in those days, you know, Prabhupada would more or less he created competition. <laughs> Because it's a good way to get books sold, I think. So, you know, he always go L.A., New York. And the other temples, whoever sold the most books? Yes. How can he say no? <laughs> so you're always like, oh, man, we got, we got to beat Detroit. Oh, we got to beat this one. We got to, you know, you're really just like, you know, you really Competition. To, yeah, you competition between them. You know, freaking Detroit. You know? So anyways, we won and probably came to Chicago. And they brought... 
Radha Damodar, Detroit, Toronto, first time they brought that many temples in one time for a huge initiation. I don't know, were you, were you there that huge and stole like, I don't know, six sets of DDs? There was so much going on, there was no room for the women to get initiated. <laughs> they had a complaint of problem. We didn't get initiated. I said, do it again tomorrow for the ladies. Nice. <laughs> so anyways, you know, everybody's competing. You know? So Chicago won. So, you know, one point Prabhupada's on the Vyasa-san, and he'd always clear the middle out so he can see Kishore Kishori. Nice. And, all you know, Chicago always this side, Radha Detroit, Toronto that side, you know, little packets there. But, and we're like, yeah, we defeated you guys. Radha <laughs> in Chicago. You know, we're feeling proud. And we're, you know, Swami stepping. But, you know, you, you can't keep it in. You can't keep it in. So Radha started a little bit, you know, just a little bit hot footing like that, you know. And Prabhupada, so, you know, he's very grave, actually, you know, and he's looking and he sees over there and he starts smiling a little bit and he starts shaking his head, you know, the Indian way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they think that means he likes it. Ah. <laughs> he's trying to say no. And they're like, oh. So the devotees on the other side, they saw that. that. And they think, oh, Prabhupada liked that. Watch this. So they start going a little more. Prabhupada looks over there at them and the same thing, kind of, you know. And then, you know, it starts escalating. More crazy, more crazy, more crazy. And Prabhupada's going, you know. And I used to be, you know, I was the, I was the crazy dancer. I'm the one that's supposed to, when it comes to the really crazy thing, you can that's me. <laughs> but I just come out of a cast, so I couldn't dance. I was like, I was lamenting, actually. Oh, man, this is my moment. And so Rama Kelly, he says, I got this. And he goes down the middle of the aisle where Prabhupada is in front of Kishore, and he's doing this twisting it up and down with his wow, 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 wow. And Prabhupada's like, no, 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 no. And he finally stops the kirtan. <laughs> and I remember he's doing, this is my memory. I heard other devotees tell this. Some tell sure. it he was angry. I said, I don't remember that. I remember he was kind of laughing. He goes, you never see Lord Chaitanya, Lord Nichananda dancing like this. And he's doing the twist on the Vyasa's <laughs> He goes like this, like this. And he starts to kirtan back up. Everybody starts. <laughs> yeah, everybody starts. Oh. I said, oh, Krishna saved me. That would have been me going up and down the middle there. And Rama came like, ah, you got you, didn't you? Yeah, I you dancing like that for problem. So. Nice. Let me ask another question. There was any uh, leader of uh, devotees which was uh, very inspirational to you in the old time, like... No, well, many, the first many one would have been, it would have been, you know, Tripurari Swami at that time mm -hmm. when I joined because, well, he was a brahmachari at that time when mm -hmm. he took sannyas. But he was also very, I mean, he was always serious. You know, and he was, you could see, and to me, he looked like pure devotee to me. <laughs> I don't know if he was or not, but he was. And then he would dress the deities and go on book distribution. I was like, wow. I couldn't believe it, you know. And, uh, you know, so that was in, and so many devotees in there, you know, Sri Govinda, you know, Shloka, Shivaram, even, you know, God Brothers, so many people in there. Nice. And, and of course, Bhakti Tirta, you know, he, he was Ganeshama at the time. He yes. Was, he was always just peaceful, happy. To me, it's like, you, I never saw him sleeping. <laughs> Very <laughs> active. I don't know why. He was, every time he was up. I never saw him. I never the whole time. I know I've never seen him laying down asleep. 
And he was always like smiling, happy. Oh radiant, yeah, very expert at shiny. dealing with devotees, and he was he was expert. He was really special. So Prabhupada liked him too. He he got independent because of his BBT uh, library preaching in Russia, especially. And he Prabhupada told him to write to me personally. You know, all the time he had, you know, he didn't really have somebody over him. So that helped because when Prabhupada left, then they're like, you know, you got to be under a GBC. <laughs> <laughs> so he, it was a little bit, you know, but he kept his, his style going. So, you know, now that preaching is everybody does it. Back then it was sure. controversial, you know. Yes. You know, put the outfits on and all these things he used to do. <laughs> but I remember asking him once, I go, how do you get away with that? I know they, you know, they get upset because, you know, you're dressing like that. And he said, they can't say anything to me. Why? He says, I, I go full morning program. And they don't. <laughs> so how are they going to say I'm in Maya? <laughs> they can't say I'm in Maya. <laughs> so, so thank you so much, Siki Maidi Prabhu, for coming today for this wonderful podcast. Is there any message you want to give to the audience who are listening around the world about radio, uh, Mayapur radio, anything? Well, I mean, overall, I, somehow or another, I've been speaking with a lot of groups and all, and I've been pushing this message again that we have to remember that, you know, Christian consciousness means you want to make Prabhupada happy. That's nice. And then you want to find some purpose. You know, it has to be a little bit material satisfying so that, you know, I accomplish something and somebody recognizes it and you feel good about it. Mm. And if you have that, I find you don't have any difficulties. Even if there's difficulties present, because you have something you're trying to achieve and it's achievable, you'll be happy. Now, if you don't have that, then there's all kinds of problems. This is wrong, that's wrong, what about yeah. this, what about that? So you have to find that and you work with some devotees to help you do that. And we all should have mentors and devotees over us in this way. And, uh, you know, let it like, I don't know if Prabhupada said it or Kirtanad, but it used to be work now, somebody later. Yes. And that's, that's the key. So let us. Param Vijayate Sri Krishna Sankirtana. And you come to Mayapur and, and get inspired by Mayapur and then you go back and try to expand this Krishna consciousness. That's our life. Thank you so much once again. Great inspiration. I hope you have a nice journey back to USA and then you come back soon. We'll continue our uh, you know our service to Srila Prabhupada for placing him. Shri Prabhupada ki, Ananta Kozi Vaishnavrinda ki, Guru Premande. Thank you. You're listening to Radio Mayapur with the best devotional, meditation, kirtan music, and inspirational podcast. This is Radio Mayapur. <laughs>